Zook's on me. Lots of laughs. Yeah. Hey, bring the wife and kiddies. Come see the show. This is gonna be a circus. This... Just the beginning, love. A warm-up act. The real headline is coming. And when that band hits the stage, all of this... All this will come tumbling in death and screaming horror and bloodshed. From beneath you, it devours. Welcome to episode 128 of Revisiting Sunnydale. Hello, I'm Camila. I'm Marcella. We have... I think we're better. We're on or more on track these days. And also, last week I had said something about you know we don't have like a number seventy nine or whatever <laughs> episode. <laughs> <laughs> well, it turns out it was our live episode from Millie's, and I just did not number it at all. Yay! I didn't the give it. A, yeah, I didn't give it a number at all. So like okay. in any of like anything that was. So that's why. It seemed it was like a skip, <laughs> but so it's there. Today is season seven, the final season of Buffy, episode two, Beneath You. <laughs> Original air date, October 1st, 2002, written by Douglas Petrie, directed by Nick Mark. Okay. A giant worm like creature. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Nick. But- that's exactly what I said when I was typing it out. I was like, Mark? Is that... Okay. A giant worm-like creature begins stalking a young woman. As the gang begin to investigate, they realize its appearance in Sunnydale may be linked to Anya. Dun-dun-dun. Important guest stars, co-stars Anthony Stewart-Head as Giles, D.B. Woodson as Principal Robin Hood. I wonder uh, now that I'm saying it out loud. Uh, is this supposed to be like a play on words, or I mean, I get like Robin Hood? his name. Yeah, like I, I don't know, Karina Offrock uh-huh. as Nancy. <laughs> Hi, Nancy. Hi, Nancy, and your dog. Oh, dog's name was what? Rocco or something? What was- <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Poe thing. Poe baby. Oh. So we start off this episode in Frankfurter, Germany, where. A young woman who is mysteriously looks like suspiciously a lot like Run Lola Run is running for her life throughout That's the funny, city. and I thought it was Alias. <laughs> it reminded me of the one episode of Alias. Uh, yeah. Whatever it is, it ain't it ain't Buffy. Uh, right. And um, apparently only listeners of a certain age will get either one of those references that we just made. <laughs> <laughs> There's a very, speci- <laughs> a very specific age bracket. Let's quite understand <laughs> what we're talking about immediately. The rest of y'all are going to like be quickly Googling Run Lola Run. <laughs> So, <laughs> so yeah, old girl is run. Uh, she's given chase. She's caught, killed, and then she says, "From beneath you, it devours." Mm-hmm. And one of our trivia is the song that's playing. The German, the lyrics to the German song actually translate into "Beneath you, from beneath you, it devours." Interesting. So, mm-hmm. was that a song made specifically for this, or did they just that was that title, like? Uh, the title of this episode was based on that song. So, like somebody found, I don't know. That's a lot. That's that's very fortuitous. Very fortuitous. If they just found this song, it's like what? <laughs> like yes. <laughs> 
But um, in the same time, Buffy is having bad dreams or premonitions, as we have come to learn, as we learn to know. And Dawn is horrified by the sounds that are coming out of her room. <laughs> There's a lot of screaming and yelping and moaning. And Buffy. Is there not a better way to have woken her up? Yeah. Like, I don't think you want to wake up a slayer quite so violently. You don't want to wake up anyone quite. That's a good way to get punched. <laughs> mm-hmm. Come at me like that while I'm asleep. <laughs> so, um, yeah, Buffy was dreaming the, or saw this girl go through this. And Buffy's like beneath from beneath you devours. And uh, she tells Don and I don't know. I, <laughs> I forget already what exchange happened between the two of them in this scene. She kept, she, she was like, I heard a girl screaming. It was you. There was a girl. That would be me. <laughs> so Buffy also realizes that, you know, she's starting to think that there are more girls. She tells her, you know, she knows that this girl got run down and killed. And she's like, there's more girls like her out there and they will die. And uh, take to something rumbling and traveling underground, breaking up ground and concrete on its way super creepy yeah we don't know what it is then we uh, after credits roll we got spike in the basement crawling around oh spiky stalking a rat oh spiky (laughs) it's not a good look it's not well let's just say it's not you know angel had his periods with rats you know but crawling around in alleys but at least he still got to maintain his sanity yeah but at least, okay, so I guess the trade-off is Angel got to maintain his sanity, but his hygiene was completely ignored because <laughs> he looked a hot mess. Hot as mess. As but as I think Spike. Spike got both. Yeah, Spike is just like, well, I don't know, like he's a little dirty, a little dusty, but he's still like, he's not. How do you get that dusty? <laughs> wrapped in a sack. crawling around in the vents? <laughs> he's not wrapped in a sack and his hair <laughs> is just a little unkempt and I, I like the roots. Uh, <laughs> I like the roots. I like the curly hair. I dig it. His clothes are all ripped up. Right. So as he's as he's going off on crazy town and stalking this rat, the rumbling starts and uh, he freaks out a little bit more so than he would usually. I yeah. Would imagine. And in the meantime, Don and what is is this like family carpool? Is this just guess, how we? Yeah. This so, is how it goes. Xander yeah. picks up the Summers girls, and now that. Buffy is working at the school, which, okay, yeah, that's how that works. You're going to hire a lady that has not passed any kind of teaching certificate program. Nothing. nothing. Were there at least child clearance Right. Were there background checks? And, <laughs> fingerprinting? You know, um, anything of that nature? Just plop her in the middle of a high school to, uh-huh. quote unquote, counsel children just because why? okay <laughs> why and you know and Dawn's excited <laughs> and, but then she realizes it's like oh wait a minute you're gonna be there all the time you can't talk to me or my friends don't or me. don't look at, <laughs> look at anybody don't do anything don't say nothing pretend I don't exist <laughs> well and I'm confused because you see how she acted on the first day of school Dawn she immediately right. ran into your class right why were you not immediately like, oh, hell no. <laughs> like, this is unfair. You're going to say no to this. <laughs> <laughs> it's not okay. So this, this car ride is basically for a lot of exposition. <laughs> so much. <laughs> so much. And they're not driving. They're being, like, pulled. And 
why is Dawn sitting in the middle other than the blocking of the shot? Right. I hate that in TV shows and movies and stuff where the person in the backseat is sitting in the middle and we all know it's just for blocking purposes. Right. No one chooses to sit, bitch. No. no one. It's so uncomfortable. Like, why would you sit like that? It's such a tiny seat. <laughs> of course, her narrow behind would fit on it, but. All right. So, yeah, blah, blah, blah. Exposition. Xander's still kind of bemoaning about Anya. Life. <laughs> just in that he hasn't had any in a while. Like, he's like not dating. and He's whatever. 100% fuck off in this episode. <laughs> yeah. Everything that comes out of his mouth is wrong. Yeah. He needs punched and then junk punched. Yeah, exactly. Because there's one point where, like, where he's talking to Nancy and she's like, Have you, ever, you know that ex who just always comes back around and, like, ruins everything in your life? He's like, yeah. Listen, Xander, neither one of your exes were the ones that came back around ruining anything in your life. Like, Mm-mm. both of them are just trying to pick up the fucking pieces that you broke around. Right. So. You cheated on Cordelia. Right. And you left Anya at the altar. And then later in the episode, he has the gall to say, how many times are you going to use that? Forever. That's how long. <laughs> right. It's like, you know I what? I have lifetime credit on that. I'm going to drop it every chance I get and you're going to take it. Exactly. And you know what? As a matter of fact, I'm going to type up a nice little card, laminated, and hang it around my neck. And we're going to do mm-hmm. it's going to happen mm-hmm. every single time. Anytime you say or do anything to or around me, Xander. Yep. It's like that because it's not like like Cordelia. Sure, I could get pet. You cheated right. on me in high school. We're not going to be cool, right? Yeah, in high school, we're not going to be cool. We may never be friends again, but right. you know, I could I could forgive you and get past it, right? This grown folk stuff left at the you altar. Cost me thousands of dollars left at the altar in a wedding dress, right? No, sir. Like not just the emotion behind it, but the money. Yeah, the money that you're not going to get back. <laughs> Brosive. Yeah, because this is like day of. Like, right. Like, had you canceled. You, you've done it. They don't right. give a shit. You, you were all there. You were seated. You were done. This exactly. Is, you're not getting, there's no refund. People drank booze. People ate, right. ate appetizers. Like, nope, it's all done. It's paid for. You paid for yeah. an elaborate breakup. That's what so you now paid I've for. got this lifetime debt <laughs> for a horrible reminder. Right. Exactly. Every time I'm paying my credit card bill. Right. So Buffy gets to work and, you know, some of the same questions that we have as to why (laughs) Buffy has them as well. It's like, um, not that I'm ungrateful, but why? I haven't even finished college yet. It was like, perhaps you were, uh, perhaps you like my work at the Double Meat Palace. (laughs) (laughs) She also makes a great callback reference to Principal Flutie. Right. Because he says something, uh, Principal Wood says something about don't let these students eat you alive. (laughs) You heard about Principal Flutie, right? He makes a weird face. Like, maybe he hasn't heard about Principal Flutie. (laughs) And then he makes a really stupid joke. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, These kids only understand the boot, the bat, and the bastionata. 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 (laughs) And, you know, then Buffy's like, there's crickets. And he's, like, over-explaining his joke. And she's like, oh, no, I get it. I know what the bastionata is. (laughs) She explains it. And I'm like, well, thank you, because I didn't know what it was. Right. I had no idea. (laughs) I've watched this episode a million times. I still forgot what it was. Every time. (laughs) (laughs) And I would just like to take this time to point out how I am, how incredibly grateful I am for D.B. Woodson's presence on the show he's a wonderful (laughs) addition of color yeah and he's he's delightful he's he's got i love his like sly humor in here like he he delivers humor well 
And also like the um, stone cold stares that he gives her sometimes, like when she just mm-hmm. kind of rambles and he's just like, mm-hmm. It's a little unfortunate where the character ends up going. I know. And you look back at this and knowing that he knows who she is and what she is and all about slayers and everything. And I'm sure not going to enjoy rewatching this season with today's eyes and today's knowledge of certain people. Yeah. So it's going to make it real hard. Right. So principal Wood goes off and uh, does his principal thing. He goes to principal. He's got the catch of the day to delinquents. <laughs> They've been caught on like the third day of school. Right. Like, really, guys, you can't just. OK, so Buffy. Be cool. Be cool. Just let Buffy takes this opportunity to go find Spike. Yep. Crawl around in the basement. And he's still batty. Batty, 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 batty. He's just gone bonkers. It's it's there's no explanation to it. Like, and it's several times during this episode, she sits around and just lets him be bonkers. Could you imagine? Just, <laughs> like, I know, like. I think I, after like two seconds, I'd be like, you know what? <laughs> I'm going to let you do this. And right. I'm going to come back. Right. Yeah. Willow's still spending time on the gorgeous estate. That is Anthony Stewart heads. Um, <laughs> but he's, you know, a taxi's here and it's time for her to go home. And Giles would like to get back to bacheloring. And so he's like really pushy about getting her back. He's really pushy about <laughs> And she's really like, please, he's like, I don't think I'm ready. He's like, nah, girl, you got to go. I am so done babysitting you right now. <laughs> Which for someone who tried to kill, like just tried to destroy the world, it, they say they're not ready. Right. Maybe they're Maybe not ready. Right. Yeah. You know, let her, she's like, you told me to trust my instincts. My instincts are telling me this is a bad idea. He's like, ah, oh, <laughs> no. As he's like picking up her bags and like calling, like waving to the taxi <laughs> over here. He's like counting out bills to give to the taxi. Yeah, considering what happens in the next episode she was kind of right right exactly she was not ready <laughs> but he forces her out the door anyway. <laughs> and they both look fantastic in this episode actually. yeah like they, her hair is just go- like the color is so vibrant he looks great i know I mean, I wouldn't want to go either. She's like, that. this country air has done wonders for my skin. Like, do you right? see? Like, why do I want to go back to Sunnydale? I am living a stress-free life here. <laughs> you mentioned something about punishment. <laughs> right. I'd like to take that avenue now. <laughs> so now we've got, um, we meet a young lady who is uh, walking her dog down the way. And uh, the the rumbling starts again, and she's kind of. <laughs> I'm a little upset by how she <laughs> she's kind of been like yanking on that collar a little, that leash a little hard there, woman. Right, exactly. Like her That's attitude. a tiny dog. You gonna snap that dog's exactly. neck? You pull too hard. That dog needs a harness first of all, <laughs> and you mm-hmm. can't just put kind of like a regular old leash around his neck. She's a tiny Yorkie, and he's like uh, professor size. Exactly, and she's being very sna- snotty about it, and she's mm-hmm. like, "Ah, oh, hurry up and do your business so we can go home." She's like, "Oh, I could have got a cat." You should have got a cat. You are not a dog person. Exactly. And she does not seem too choked up about his demise either. Like I would still be like in, in just mm-hmm. tears upon tears as I'm retelling my story. <laughs> I wouldn't even be able to tell the story. <laughs> it would be like just sobs and then a word. Sobs <laughs> and then a word. 
and then I'd throw up. <laughs> and then I'd have to go lay down. Right. It's like, I mean, it's but Xander starts hitting on her, sort of. Yeah, she like the uh, ground opens up, snatches the dog, and she runs right into Xander, and he takes her back to Buffy's. And you're right, and immediately starts to just like be gross and hitting on her. It's like, dude. <laughs> they're giving her first aid, and they're, you know. I, this is it's a weird the nancy's whole situation is just weird to me because she's just too okay with everything yeah like this, she should be screaming this weird thing happens this extremely bizarre and dangerous thing happens the the ground is like has opened up and snatched your dog like something comes out and eating it and you go off with the first schmo that you run into the first stranger right <laughs> and then just like telling them everything about your business no, thank you. And so Buffy's just telling her everything will be okay. We're gonna, you know, we'll figure everything out. We'll figure out what's going on. And Spike shows up. Out of fucking blue. And Spike is has in showered. A very pretty color. Of yes, blue. he's showered. He's changed. He's got a very nice form-fitting blue top on. Um, he's taken some time to get a haircut and dyed his roots. Uh, <laughs> like, let's just think about this for a second. And he's he put all of this in one day. <laughs> Right. So he got a hair appointment or he bought a <laughs> bottle of bleach. And did he dye it in the basement of the school? Like, think of the outtakes right. <laughs> that happened. Him stealing this shirt. Exactly. Right. Right. So, like, he took a trip to the mall <laughs> and stole his shirt, stole some peroxide and hair clippers. Because <laughs> it's not like he just combed his hair back no definitely dyed it he definitely dyed it and definitely got a haircut Uh (laughs) imagine him just still still crazy in the salon like in the chair with the girl just (laughs) ranting while she's cutting his hair so he has come up for air from the basement for a moment to have a makeover and he's lucid right now Mm-hmm. And he's saying, you know, something's happening. I'm here to offer my help. And everybody is like, oh, shit. And Xander immediately starts in on him. And Nancy's confused. And she, or finally, they agree upon, like, yes, yeah, Spike is Buffy's ex. And then it comes out that Buffy saw Spike in the basement. Dawn is all pissy about it. Like, why she, why you didn't tell me? And Xander mm-hmm. is a little bit upset, too. But I actually get why everybody's mad. I mean, oh, yeah, totes. He did try to sexually assault her. Right. Yeah. They deserve to know that she saw him. Yeah, this is true. And, but yeah, and nobody is like really hiding their feelings about what's going on. Nancy's confused. I'm not sure why she's still there, actually. I, me neither. <sighs> I would have left. <laughs> Other than she's like, well, this is fascinating. <laughs> <laughs> Fill the tension in this room. <laughs> right, exactly. This has nothing to do with me. I just want to sit back and watch. Anybody got popcorn? Uh, kitchen this way? <laughs> But they decide they're all going to, you know, I love that Buffy just keeps the weapons trunk in the living room now. Yeah. I mean, at, the, at some no point. No need to hide it. Yeah, at some point. You just, yeah, exactly. I mean. Beautiful just, craftsmanship that Xander did. Right. No need to hide it. So, so Buffy, Buffy and Spike take a moment to go on and, you know, have a chit chat. And she's like, this, she's like, I don't want to hear about blah, blah, blah. And he's like, you know, I'm not trying to say sorry. Like, listen, something terrible is happening you need my help give it to i can give it to you or i can walk out the door and be fine like whatever it doesn't matter to me i don't have anything else better to do (laughs) (laughs) oh spike (laughs) 
Reluct- keep talking with that blue. We right. Like I know. It is very becoming. And reluctantly, she accepts his help. And uh, Xander... They she's, all go out. Yeah, she's like, we'll split up into groups. And, and she goes off with Spike. And Xander's like, are you sure? And uh, with a very loud whisper, he tried to rape you. Like, yeah. Nancy, I'm sure, heard that. <laughs> and she's wondering if Buffy's his girlfriend. And he's like, whoa, hey, no, she's my girl who's a friend. She, he, no, he hey, like, no. un- uncomfortably overexplains the situation. It's gross. <laughs> And poor little Dawn tries to feel important. She's like, I'm Command Central. Everybody check in with me. I'll really just be here doing my homework. <laughs> but it sounded better the way I put it. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> but she does get a, a very good uh, um, threat into Spike, you know, as everybody's very leaving. Good. She's like, hey, Spike, uh, you sleep, right? He's like, yeah, what's your point? She's like, well, do anything to my sister and know that I you will wake up on fire one day. Like... <laughs> Yikes. Wake up on fire. <laughs> Don. Get it. He would explode before he'd wake up. <laughs> so while your threat is adorable. Right. I love it. It's like I appreciate your gravitas. <laughs> it's kinda like that episode when Cordelia was like, You're gonna one day you're gonna wake up in a coma. Right. To Giles and he was like, Wake up in a coma. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, so cute. So they go out patrolling and they're checking out the earth where the worm has come up. And I feel like at certain points during this episode, it's the the, spikes trying to explain, you know, they're having a weird, they're, it's intense. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And they don't really, they're saying things without saying things. He's trying to apologize. I feel like this episode is trying to apologize to the fans for what Spike did <laughs> right. in a very subtle way. It is very awkward between uh, Spike and Buffy, understandably so. She's very put off and standoffish. She understands that she does need the help because, you know, uh, at some point, you know, Dawn was like, should we assemble the team? And Xander's like, this is pretty much the team. <laughs> it's just mm-hmm. it's just us now, kid. Um, There's nobody else. <laughs> right. So Buffy needs the manpower. And um He's willing to help. So, but she's still just like, you know, something's off with you. I can't put my finger on it. He's like, "Mm, you know what? Yeah, you're right. There's something I'm not telling you, but we're not cool anymore. So you don't get to know. (laughs) Oh, it's like that. Okay. She even has like a. Mm -hmm. Uh, Right. It's like, wait a minute. It's like you assaulted me. (laughs) Why do you get to be busy? Nancy looks familiar, but I can't place her. I don't know. Maybe. But I she she annoys me. She is a kind of annoying bird. Xander takes her home and they have an awkward little exchange. She starts to hit on him, uh, something about, you know, I'll call you. And he's like, I'm very look upable or whatever. I guess he's in the phone book. But at, why don't you just leave her your number? Why make her do I the work? I hate you. <laughs> why make her do the legwork? <laughs> like you're right outside of her apartment. I'm sure she has a pen and paper in there. <laughs> I swear the older I get, I hate him so much more. <laughs> Young me thought he was adorable. Right. Now it's just like, oh, my God, dude. You say one, one, let one more word come out of your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> and then they get attacked. Yep. 
And uh, after they're attacked, um, they start to chat a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I love this so much. <laughs> I, when I first saw this episode, I never thought this was the turn it was going to take. You know, because we didn't uh, right. have that spoilery summary. Right. Yes. You know? So you were just like, what is with this worm? This weird dune looking worm. With teeth. With teeth that make my, like the CGI is bad. Yeah, it's pretty bad. It's bad. <laughs> but they get to talking, and she mentions something about a wish. Right. She's like, "Oh, my ex boyfriend. Oh, wish." And what's funny to me is how every time somebody says the word "wish" around these the Scoobies, they're all like, "Whoa, oh, must be a vengeance demon." Like, what? Right? If, what if it's not? <laughs> What if it's not? <laughs> but it is Sunnydale and chances are. Right. It's like, I want to wish you a happy birthday. What? <laughs> don't ever say that word. <laughs> Should be on the welcome to Sunnydale. Please don't use the following words. <laughs> Never speak any Latin. <laughs> Especially by the books. Don't draw anything, any weird symbols in blood. <laughs> and don't go out after sundown. <laughs> Enjoy. <laughs> Come again. Please visit the espresso pump. <laughs> <laughs> so we cut to the bronze. <laughs> where Anya is trying desperately to make this business transaction. <laughs> this girl is bemoaning about her ex and she's like, finally, finally, she gets to, you know what I wish? And I was like, yes. <laughs> God, do I want to. <laughs> And she wishes he was spineless. I really want to see that. Right? What does that look like? <laughs> like, got done. Guy with no spine. I can do that. All right. But I guess she never actually puts all the words together. She doesn't actually say, I wish so-and-so was spineless. Because for some reason, I guess she gets distracted. And Anya's like, what were you saying? And she starts talking about quesadillas and another drink. It's Anya's like, mm-hmm. listen, I have a quota. <laughs> and just as she's about to do it, in comes penis. <laughs> I love that she actually says, oh, penis. Right. <laughs> and this whole scene is fantastic. Yeah, it, it's it's great. Um, I don't appreciate how they're all so very... Um, Accusatory? Con- yeah, a confrontational with her. Oh, Buffy's like sitting there like looking all smug with her arms crossed at her. It's like... Can we you know this used to be your friend, right? right. It's like y'all are some and like bitches. she's the victim, guys. Like she's the one that had this horrible thing happen to her, right? Y'all are some bitches, like for real. Right? So, Zan- don't code my like no. Yeah. And so Xander's like, you know, did you turn her ex into a worm? And Annie's like, yeah. <laughs> you wish it, I dish it. I thought sure you were clear on that. <laughs> Nancy's just like, what? I thought that was like. <laughs> Metaphorical. I don't. I thought we were just no. chatting. <laughs> no. <laughs> and Buffy's like, it ate her dog. And then Anya has them. Oh, puppy. <laughs> I love it. She is very distraught about. She's more distraught than Nancy is about the puppy. <laughs> and Xander's like, the puppy gets your open, your sad face. And she's like, you never understood me. <laughs> Clear. Truth. Clearly. And so there's this weird thing happening that goes on. So Xander, like, first of all, like, Nancy, like, cuddles up to Xander a little bit and is like, mm-hmm. you know, like, who is this woman? Like, you just got here. Like, I need you to be a little more respectful. And so there's this whole exchange where he's like, Anya's my ex. And uh, then 
uh, Spike goes in and starts to manhandle her and she's like, nope, we're not doing that anymore. Don't touch me anymore. And then Nancy's like, so Anya and Spike, but I thought Spike and Buffy and da 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 da, you know, this whole thing and starts to get real incestuous. And she's like, is there anybody here who hasn't slept together? And then <laughs> Xander and Spike have a little glance. <laughs> I have never noticed that before today. Really? <laughs> never. I have never noticed that before today. I want to know what what went down in that basement. Because <laughs> right. it is a quick little look. Right. Because it was there just one night that somebody had like a, a dream and somebody <laughs> cuddled up with somebody and nobody like, and it was like. Spike a, was tied to the chair. <laughs> An awful lot. <laughs> yes, he was. So then Spike gets in Anya's face, which is a bad idea. Mm-hmm. Because. For some reason, this is a weird power. I don't know why she has it. She can see his soul. Maybe it's just with demons altogether they can recognize and not recognize. Maybe. Um, because she's like over everybody, you know, and rightfully so. And she just comments on how, oh, you're also ridiculously human. And then she <laughs> looks at Spike and is like, except you. And then she's like, it clicks. She's like, I can see it. I can see I you. Can see <laughs> I can see you. How did you? What? And he's like, shut up, shut up, shut up. And uh, and I don't like this part. No. Because nobody in the bronze reacts when he starts punching her. Right. And it really bothers me that he just starts punching her. A woman. Yeah. Some dude comes in and just punches this woman straight up in her face and jumps up on top of her and starts beating her. And everybody's just like, what? Huh? <laughs> and then she jumps up with her demon face. And Buffy gets involved. And now this guy's like punching two women. Which, and still. Sure, he vamps out. But they're still. Everybody's just standing there like. Hmm? I mean, I don't under Nancy, you know, gets the right idea and pieces out. And she's like, fuck this. I'm out. But um, I don't understand why Buffy had to like jump all up. OK. Yeah. So there's that part. <laughs> <laughs> where when Spike is on top of her and then she like throws him across to the pool table and then when he gets up from the pool table <laughs> my favorite is actually when she kicks him to the ground right after that and he gets up from the ground twofold one it's just very hot and yes. two I'm like god I wish I could get up like that I gotta roll over to my knee put one knee up like I can't just stand up from being down on the ground what I, oh to be limber I know what I don't understand is why Buffy comes in and starts to whoop on Spike like Anya is a demon right she, she can, can take him own. she's fine mm -hmm. and she come, and Buffy rolls in and gets all involved and is just like looking for a reason to start beating up on Spike and then Spike gets really petty and hurtful he sure does <laughs> he starts to like he fights back and is just like damn actually he just is Spike from when he first came right? to town. Yeah, exactly. This is a glitch. This is that's right. This is OG Spike. Yeah, he's for like a hot second. Yeah, he's like, oh, this will be the first contact since we. Uh... <laughs> and then he points out, he's like, how about another go round up in the balcony? <laughs> 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 Sir. <laughs> Sir. Lisa Nancy runs out as she's running away, and she gets attacked. <laughs> And Spike and, uses, Spike uses the word delicious again. This is probably the second time he's ever done it. Yeah. <laughs> he's that like, is nice. And he's like, and watching your face trying to figure me out was absolutely delicious. <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> so, 
So Xander warns Buffy that, you know, Nancy's gone and she's worm bait. And so Buffy, you know, puts a pin in Beaten Spike's ass and tells Xander that it's up to him to try to get Anya to reverse the spell. And then everybody at the bronze just goes back to their drinks. Yeah. Like, I'm pretty sure half those people should have cleaned out, cleared out at least. Like, right? something like this is going on. I'm out. I don't need to be a part of any of it. Mm-mm. I just so I guess I'm just gonna have my beer and you're just gonna go back to your regular face. I know I saw a demon face. <laughs> I know I did. Something's wrong with your face. It's and I know a, I saw it. And I know that's not PCP, no matter what okay. <laughs> my old principal used to try to sell us. <laughs> <laughs> and Nancy she rightfully goes up, you know. Mm-hmm. Sometimes in horror movies people do the dumb thing. Right. When they're being chased by something scary. But Nancy does the smart thing when something's coming at you from the ground. Right. You right. go high. Exactly. And that's what she does. Except she picked the worst ladder in town. <laughs> Apparently the infrastructures of Sunnydale buildings are not good. I can't imagine that they would be. <laughs> Everything <laughs> has always been so destroyed seven times over. <laughs> <laughs> and for whatever reason, Buffy and Spike are running across rooftops to get to her. I think Buffy's going after Nancy and Spike is just chasing after Buffy. Right. Because he's, I mean, he's like, you know what? I had a, I'm enjoying this. I would like, (laughs) I would like more. I got some more one liners to give you. I got some more, some more jabs. I want to give you (laughs) some more shitty things to say. (laughs) Buffy does the weirdest save it's a weird action moment where she grabs Nancy and they like zip line down to that right. strategically placed pile of trash. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> and Spike jumps in, gets a little piece of pipe and he's going to start beating this worm down. <laughs> and it just so happens. And, and while all this is going on, you know, Xander and Anya are talking and, you know, uh, basically, again, just like, you know, Xander pity me and Anya's like, you know what, I, I can't with you. And um, there's, a, I think my burn for this week is uh, like, you know, Xander, Anya's talking about how DeHoffrin is on her case about her workload and about her work and her, the quality of her work and how Halfrick is, you know, talking shit and blah, blah, blah. And, and Xander's like, oh, nice friends you have. And she's like, mm, nice friends I had. Mm-hmm. Mm. <laughs> because of you right <laughs> you... everything is because and he even says are you trying to blame me yes like i need you to listen <laughs> listen when i talk <laughs> Why? so after i type up my laminated badge i'm gonna give you one <laughs> So that you can look at it every morning and remember why you're a fuckboy. right this is your fault it's all very much your fault but he does, I guess, convince her to reverse the spell because just as Spike is going in for the kill on the worm, yeah, this very awkward looking dude shows up <laughs> naked. Right. <laughs> and it breaks Spike. Yeah. Shatters him. Shacked, like completely broken. Yeah. Like right in time, like he throw, drives his pole right through this human version of Ronnie. He's screaming. Ronnie's screaming. <laughs> because of the it's chat. bad it's terrible and he's just like sorry sorry uh, and whatever semblance of lucidity he had at that point is gone absolutely gone and he starts asking for help screaming for it in fact and and puffy's like puffy's just like go be crazy somewhere else which <laughs> i appreciate you're not the one who needs help this guy's actually bleeding out like- and instead of leaving he spends like five minutes 
gushing crazy on them. Right. Yeah. He's just like monologuing crazy. Talking. When he spins <laughs> that bar, though. Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah. It's like he gets, he's, he's got his, you know, pit. <sighs> Congratulations, James Marsters, for all of the like ups and downs of like emotion and um, that he was portraying throughout this entire episode here because he just um, this is like his best work i feel like in this one episode the best thing in this entire series it's real good and he's like he's shouting he's screaming he's like you know buckling over he's crying he starts then he does his laugh (laughs) and then he's just like hey you know jokes on me (laughs) and it's just like again with the crazy and he twirls his his bar <laughs> tell the kitty or wife and kitty right. see the show right it's, like, this is crazy town and i do i like i remember that that was in the promo for this episode mm-hmm. <laughs> and then he actually has the line that we will hear several times over this season he talks about from beneath you it devours and yeah. it's a little too hot yeah he gets real when serious he it. yeah exactly <laughs> he gets real serious and real in buffy's face for a second is like you know what this is just an opening act the real headliner is coming <laughs> when the band hits the stage. Goes, and runs off. <laughs> like, and she was just like, I don't have time. Guy <laughs> is dying. It's like, I don't know how to react to this. <laughs> <laughs> but then finally, Xander and Anya show up and she's like, oh, good. You deal with this. I've right. got to go see about crazy. And for some reason, I must take my top off, my jacket <laughs> off to reveal my cami. Right. I must be in my cami. Exactly. Why does she lose her fuck? jacket? Where did her coat go? <laughs> did she take the coat off and get? I gotta rewatch. Did she take? The no, coat off and get I. It no, she. I'm looking at it now, and <laughs> oh wait, maybe she does. Like okay, because at first she covers him with some dirty ass blanket she found on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> that can't be safe or sanitary. Right. And so now, okay, she gives him her her jacket to put as a pillow, which okay whatever okay whatever you just wanted to get her out of that coat <laughs> yeah exactly you know that's he didn't need a pillow he, he needs an ambulance he does need to be covered up <laughs> he needs a doctor all right <laughs> he needs some sort of he needs a he needs a tetanus shot i'm sure mm-hmm. <laughs> cover up his naughty bits and just <laughs> yes and so Go see about Mr. Crazy. Exactly. And so Anya, she's also in tune to like, yeah, something terrible is coming. <laughs> and mm-hmm. Like this is nothing compared to what's about to happen. So Buffy- you know, I feel like we need a meeting. <laughs> Everybody is talking about what's going to happen and a big bad and things are going <laughs> to be like me. really horrible. Can we get everybody in a room? And right. Just like I am the Slayer, I need to know these things. Like I'd appreciate not get, not give it be given information in the form of a riddle. <laughs> can we can we just talk talk it out? Mm-hmm. So if he goes off to the graveyard and uh, she finds out, uh, winds up in a church that we've never seen ever before, <laughs> and it's gorgeous. It is. It's like old movie horror movie gorgeous. Mm-hmm. And, and then, everything about this, from the second this scene starts, it's shot completely different like any than any other episode. This is the best five minutes of the entire series, in my opinion. Um, the lighting? Yes. The, the coloring to the lighting? Like, mm, there's like the ev- blues that they... Sh- everything is like perfect, like these perfect shadows placed everywhere and like the perfect like light for where where we need it um buffy goes in there and spike approaches her and is just like talking more nonsense um 
they shirtless. And they shirtless. She notices the gash on his chest, the scratches on his chest, and she touches it. She's like, what happened? And he's like, hey, no touching, no touching. And then he's like, oh, feed on flesh. And then he's like, again. Service the girl. Right. Get it hard. Service the girl. Whoa. Then <laughs> even she's like, what the fuck? And he no. starts to take his pants off. And she's like, no, 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 no. Stop it. What are you doing? <laughs> And she just, again, this is another, like, unloading. Like, she's so confused. This is so much. I hope she has a therapist because. Right. <laughs> yeah. So he keeps going on about a spark. There's no spark. I'm looking for a spark. So they talked about the spark and he's just rambling. And Buffy's, like, getting more and more impatient. And, and nervous. Yeah. Because he says because something he's, about. Uh, he's confined himself to the shadows which is kind of creepy right and he also says that he dreamed of like he opens up this big confession with i dreamed of killing you and she picks up a stake (laughs) (laughs) and i mean we you got to remember she's she is in a room alone with the guy that tried to sexually assault her right she's got that in the back of her mind the whole time so and it's it's a scary situation but there you see it in her face when she kind of realizes Something's seriously off here. Yeah, because she's you know she's this is she's got to be torn in two pieces. Like you know, and I'm terrified. I know it's not the best idea for me to be here by myself with this dude, but also knowing Spike as we know Spike, like she knows something is terribly wrong and terribly off. And you know, then the whole from beneath you it devours. Everybody's talking about she needs to she needs to find out as a Slayer what the fuck he's going on about. And again, with like the spark and he talks about how, you know, that piece that will make me fit and that he's looking for. And then, you know, she's like, what happened? And he's like, I can't. He's like, don't look at me when I tell you this. And so he goes off and and he's just rambling on and on. And then there's, you know, you know, like, did you make me weak is something that he asks. He's like, you know, I've wasted buckets of salt over you. Like, Stop right there. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if he meant like I'm like, tears? pick a different way to describe it. I don't know. Did he mean tears or did he mean the other? <laughs> <laughs> but she slowly comes to the realization. Well, he mentions Angel should have warned me. And then it's mm-hmm. like, ding! She's like, what? Her face. You can see her butt. You can see the heart <laughs> drop into her butt. When it happens, because he's still like the spark, the spark, and she's just I did like, it for you. What? She's like, huh? And she's huh? like, you can see her like swallow that lump in her throat. Look, like, <laughs> you did. What do you mean you did it for me? Why? Like, Why would you do this? He's like, I got it. They put the spark back in, and now all it does is burn. And just, I mean, there's something very. And I guess, you know, at some point, you know, this, you know, this is crazy Spike. But then I guess we also kind of get a, a glimpse of William, <laughs> the poet. He starts waxing poetic. <laughs> right. So there's a lot Why of. Why must a man do what he must? <laughs> right. So there's a lot of poetry that that's going into his confession. And she's like, you got, you realize, you know, you got your soul back. And he's like, that's what you wanted, right? <laughs> and her one silent tear as he just drapes himself over that cross. Oh. I don't know if he was confused and thought he was hugging her. No, I think he was trying. I think this was like a kind of lightweight, like a suicide thing or just like pain because he keeps going on about, you know, you know, the people screaming in his head. And that's all they do is just keep talking. And everybody is here. It's everybody. And they just tell me to go. And, you know, and then he's like, well, t- they tell him to go to hell. 
And he's like, well, can we rest? Can we rest <laughs> so, now? Can we rest And now? considering what happens to him in season five of Angel mm-hmm. and the Hell mm-hmm. thing, it's like angel got off soft like he fuck did. you dude you really got off <laughs> he easy. did he did because i don't recall much of a like in any of his flashbacks to be like this much of a torment like other than right. whatever tormenting that he did to himself it and was, you can't reach perfect happiness that doesn't mean you can't be a slut <laughs> right <laughs> exactly. perfect happiness does not happen every day dude like well, well maybe it also has to do with uh because as we saw in just like limited flashbacks, but still like Liam as a human was an asshole. Mm-hmm. Spike, yes, he was. Spike William as a human, he was not. He was a He's soft a mama's boy. Yeah, a soft mama's boy and sweetheart. <laughs> so there was already like he has this propensity of just like you know taking things a little bit, feeling things a little bit more. So yeah, so um, you know, Spike lays himself on the cross, and I get chills. Every time I see that scene and, you know, we see the smoke, like, because there's a slight burning happening because he's laying on his naked flesh on a cross. Which I know they we know from when she beat the shit out of him last season Mm -hmm. that they don't heal instantly. Right. So shouldn't he have needed some ointment (laughs) for like a couple weeks? Right. Like Darla and Drusilla, when they get set on fire. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Angel, they are crusty for a while. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, like, he's just got this big-ass cross across his chest? I was just thinking that, too. I was like, probably. Because I don't, I don't recall. Like, do we even see him in the next episode? Yeah, we do. I think so. I think we do. Yeah, because there's definitely that button. Not... button. <laughs> yes. <got> button. <laughs> yes. I love that. <laughs> and to this From day. The promo. It was in the promo for the episode. Right. And to this day, I still like think about that. Anytime mm-hmm. I like I'm sewing on a button or like see buttons, <laughs> buttons. Who's got the button? <laughs> oh, Spike. Spike's got goodness in season seven. Yeah, he does. Um and you know I appreciate the the ability to let James like, you know, step out a little bit more on his acting in this one. Well, I did see a trivia on it that it was so like they filmed the episode and Joss didn't like that scene. What scene? The cross scene? Yeah. Why? He did not like it at all. So they completely redid it Hmm. and he directed the reshoot. Oh, interesting. And that it took like 20 hours or something. Sweet, fancy Moses. To do. And like he even rewrote the whole thing. He said that the original dialogue was too on the nose. Mm. And James has said it's some of his favorite work he's done. Wow. On the show. I wonder so, what that original you, one. Joss. Yeah, I wonder what that original one looked like. Season seven is not my favorite, but it does have like the overall arc of the season is mm, Yeah. I don't particularly care for like I understand I don't know. It's the whole potentials that just really throw it off for me. Mm-hmm. But Spike's redemptive arc mm-hmm. is some of the best. Yeah. Across the series. Absolutely. Where he goes across this season, particularly mm-hmm. is fantastic. Yes. So we, uh, yeah. So we pointed out what the song was and uh, the bodies dropped. We only had two. The Frankfurt potential slayer that was stabbed by a harbinger of death and r.i.p rocky rocky he was eaten by the slugoth demon Uh, i do not think this passes bechdel test at all nope 
I don't think so either. Moral of this story is that nope. there's not one. I don't have one this really? week. Oh, I have one. It says don't don't try to change yourself to make someone else happy. Make changes for yourself. So you I know. like that. Yeah, because Spike, you know, went and got a soul because isn't this what you wanted, Buffy? And uh, now he's uh, being tormented mm-hmm. <laughs> and he can't handle it. It's not a good, yeah. not a good change for him. He does not. It does not work well. He's not wearing it well. <laughs> Read the fine print next time. Yeah. <laughs> oh, spikles. All right. So let us know your thoughts on Beneath You. Um, you can send us an MP3 file less than two minutes to revisiting Sunnydale at gmail.com. We might play it on the air next week. Same time, same place. Ha ha. You guys get to watch Camila react to Gnarl. <laughs> Me? What about you? <laughs> 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 you get to watch us both freak out. Right, exactly. It's the skin eating. It's, it's so gross. <laughs> so subscribe, follow, like us. Uh, you can find me, Camila, on Twitter at the underscore rugged angel. Or me, Marcella. At, ugh, I changed it. Yeah. Hello, Marcella underscore. Yes. Revisiting Sunnydale is produced by Rugged Angel Productions and hosted by Camila and Marcella. Please follow the podcast on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Please subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And if you are in the giving mood, please consider being a patron by going to patreon.com slash revisiting Sunnydale. 